Okay. Reflections 52. That has been my favorite episode and actually this might be my favorite episode ever. This is the Josh Moxie journey. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Today is Reflections 52. The date is July 7th, 2019. My name is Josh Moxie. I'm an aspiring entrepreneur documenting my journey. And on a weekly basis, I like to do this series, which is I get on camera after I'm done reflecting on my week, and I like to pull all the highlights together and share with you through my experiences, what I'm learning, what I'm thinking about, where I'm growing, challenges I'm experiencing, what's working, what's not, a shit ton of random stuff. It goes long, but it's jam-packed. Hope you stay around. Hope you learn from my journey. And uh, yeah, it's just a good way of timestamping a week at a given point in my history, as well as capturing, documenting it all. And then hopefully um, I am bringing a shit ton of value to you in the process. That is my goal. Anyways, today should be a really fucking interesting week. And I hope you get a ton out of this episode. Without further ado, let's get right into today's show. What's been on my mind? How small our challenges are. I'm reading Man's Search for Meaning right now, and God, it is a crazy good book. And it's just showing me like, yo, all these things that we think are so big and so painful on a day-to-day basis are just so tiny and so insignificant and just not that hard. And giving this, this book is just providing me so much perspective and I'm super grateful for it. It's just an incredible book. How many to-dos and open loops we all have in our life, whether we realize it or not. As I am taking the time to organize every aspect of my life, which by the way, that's been on super on my mind as well. This idea of trying to categorize and systemize every aspect of my life, which has caused me a ton of challenge, by the way, because I'm trying to figure out the best type of systems and it's like it's tough because my brain works in a tag a tag type of way rather than a folder type of way if that makes sense or maybe like a label type of way instead of a folder type of way i just don't believe that everything should be in one type of box because there's multiple boxes but this is besides the fucking point uh there are so many to do's in my life and so many open loops and i don't think enough people shine a light on it i'm shining a light on it right now and it's overwhelming how many things there actually are a little bit crazy like hundreds potentially up to like 500 i have open loops right now it's a little bit crazy a little bit crazy what were my favorite wins crafting the basic hierarchies and layouts for the clickup systems in practically every aspect of my life um, from moxie energetics to content to my goals though this has been a challenge this aspect because of the way it's set up and not wanting to duplicate things and a bunch of things in my personal life as well from like health to social aspects to learning and there's still more I need to do on these aspects and I'll tackle these later today continued but uh yeah I'm just grateful that these are slowly coming together because I want every aspect of my life to be systemized and put in a to-do if you will finally hit 30 seconds on an LSAT and an LSAT by the way is if you're if you are sitting down in a L type of fashion where your up your upper body is upright and your legs are facing outward, if you will, in a line like an L, and uh, you put your hands on your sides beside your hips and you push up with your hands and then you are uh, you are in the air and you try to stay like that with your legs 
obviously above the ground and trying to stay parallel to the ground. And it's tough as shit. But anyways, I built up to 30 seconds. I'm very proud of that. And then I also posted it, posted it on my Instagram if you want to check out that clip. But uh, yeah, I'm grateful. And I want to hit 40 seconds soon. And eventually a minute will be fucking sick to hit with that as well. Looking forward to it. But also, I'll just, it, it's so cool to like be able to do things that I used to see in movies and stuff like that. And just like look at myself from a third perspective like, holy shit, I actually do have strength. I'm actually getting there in the strength department and the physique department day by day. But it's just cool to see things I used to place for other people now becoming things that I do. It's really fucking awesome. What worked? Doing a loving kindness meditation first thing when I get up. Um, it feels absolutely incredible. It's actually technically the second thing I like try to remind myself and go through this process of reminding myself that I am in an illusion, that nothing is real, and that uh, it's actually funny because part of it is reminding myself that the only thing that actually exists is love and unconditional love and and uh, infinite love, essentially. Um, but I love the idea of doing a kindness or loving kindness meditation first thing because I can wake up irritated sometimes from my dreams and when, when I'm in a sleep state, if you will. And then that is just a beautiful way of setting the tone for the day because whatever I am, whatever's going on in that first hour is very impactful for setting the tone for momentum for the rest of the day. And if I'm building momentum in the love department, it's very, it's so much easier to feel love and feel come from a much more compassionate place and a loving place and a kinder place throughout the day. Really, really recommend if you haven't done that already. If I didn't say this, I use Oak meditation to do that. And, uh, I set it for 10 minutes, but I end up going like 25 because it feels so right to just go through the process of, um, oh shit, I'm forgetting the affirmations right now with the three. Um, may you be happy, may you be healthy, and may you be at peace. Feels incredible. Just those three. It's perfect. And then wrapping yourself and sending love to the entire world. And it's just like, ah, it feels so fucking nice. <laughs> Blocking out a significant amount of time before my workout to go work on the things that require the most mental energy. So after I'm done my workout, I cannot work on mental tasks the way I could before. It's just, it leaves me in this like, almost like foggy place, if you will. Same with after eating. So while I'm fasting in the morning, I love, I really love this week, the way I blocked out three hours after my morning ritual before my workout. Um, I would have a block of three focus 50s, so 50 minutes of working, 10 minutes of break, though I'm not great at following focus 50s right now, I'm going to be completely honest, but having that, having a cold, some cold brew, just an A+, plus, and then sitting on the main level and working on things that are the most cognitive, cognitively challenging, the things that are creative problem solving related, um, the hardest tasks for me to do in the first part of the day, just while I'm in that peak mental state, it's so fucking nice to put right there and to work on things that it just, yeah, whether that's brainstorming for my subconscious questions the night before or just working on my powerless stuff. Like there's placing mental, placing things when they should be, when I have the most mental energy is just so fucking ideal. Continued growth on radical transparency, getting better and better, easier and easier, still harder shit, but it's uh, becoming a muscle more and more and caring less. 
about that person's current feelings and caring more about what they will, they'll, they'll appreciate it long term is what I'm mostly paying attention to. And they'll respect the truth if they're the right person. Eating less calories than I have in previous weeks. I was having a challenge with overeating. I still am actually, but it's less than it was, which I'm grateful for, more disciplined. And what's helped is actually gum, um, mints, water, tea, things that are basically gonna fill me up or things that are going to change the taste in my mouth without forcing me to eat food. So we'll continue to do that. I still have more growth to, that needs to occur in this area, but it is a step in the right direction, which I'm grateful for. Oh, and also two things. Um, number one, removing delicious smells from my area. And then number two, making it harder for myself to obtain the delicious foods or the delicious snacks. So like I had a bag of candy sitting in my room for a bit. That's now gone. Like I can't have that in here or else I'm just going to end up, it's going to be in my physical proximity. It'll be in my range of eye, eyesight, if you will. And then I'll want to eat it more. So be cautious of what you keep in your environment. Listing out multiple options and then picking the best one. It's pretty fucking simple, but when I start to get blocked, um, when I'm trying to come up with a brainstorm, if you will, just list out more than I think I actually require and then step away and pick the best one. Pretty fucking simple. This helped me a lot with ClickUp when I was feeling blocked and then ended up getting some better ideas than I would have otherwise. So it also forces you to come up with some new ideas and different ideas and just doing things in a different way. It doesn't necessarily need to be better than the other one, but just like try things a little bit differently and see that that might actually be the one. After all, that is the one. And then you step back to detach yourself and you come back with a new set of eyes and you can see a little bit clearly. A little bit more clearly, that is. <laughs> Reading man's search for meaning throughout the day. Like in the mornings is great. Midday is great. Night is great. Though I'm used to reading at night. I like the idea of reading in the middle of the day though, because it just adds such a good perspective to my life. This story is absolutely incredible. And actually that's the whole part of this. I love the story so much. The story for me, I'm realizing is the best way for me to learn and be fully engrossed in a book. I do struggle at times to read how to's and stuff like that because it's not a story. I don't know. I'm just like super glued into a book and I enjoy it the most when I am listening to a very thrilling and engaging journey, if you will, rather than just tactics. I'll save tactics for video and audio form. What didn't work and how can I improve it? Sharing unnecessary details in my stories. I find that I just randomly share like things that do not need to be in my stories, in my stories. And it's, and I'm talking about storytelling, by the way. I just share such random bullshit at times. And it actually reminds me of something I do in my content, which is I just, I can't seem to cut out certain things. And it, I think it becomes this type of thing where it's an ego pattern in that my ego thinks everything is fucking important and everything needs to be shared. Not necessarily everything needs to be shared. Like it would be much better for the end listener, the end watcher, um, to only have the essential. And that's been an ongoing challenge for me. So, um, the way to fix that, if you will, is to really just dig deeper on the, on the cause there, because it's, I don't need to be sharing everything and logically it makes sense, but emotionally I just end up sharing so much every time for better or for worse. Trying to project things in my mind too much without actually applying them with the fear of failure running the show right there. So when I was working at ClickUp and I was trying to 
create these almost like perfect fucking systems right out the gate, that comes from a not wanting to fail, not wanting to refactor things, not wanting to have to waste time, wanting to make sure I am getting it right from the get, and that's just unrealistic. I am going to fall on my face, and it's silly to think that I need to create something perfect from from the start. It's just not how the creation process works whatsoever. So it's very silly, and the actionable here to improve that is of course looking at the cause again, but also just loving the fact that I'm going to just get started on something, experiment with it, and then be okay with falling on my face, because I will fall on my face multiple times, and then get back up, retool it, fix the whatever the challenge is, and then do it again, and continue falling on my face until forever, actually. I'm gonna forever fall on my face, because that is life, that is trial and error, and I just have to learn to embrace that, quite frankly. I feel like this show is becoming very, or this specific episode is becoming very underlying uh, root cause that's like the, gonna be the focus probably today. Taking the moment too for granted and being too future focused and also not feeling like anything is enough. Um, if I find myself a ton this week looking at this pattern within myself of, hey, I'm in this moment. So for example, I wake up and I'm immediately like, yo, I want some coffee. This is gonna make this moment better. Keep heart there. And then once I have that coffee, I'm like, ooh, I am so high on caffeine right now. I want um, some food or a workout to make this moment better and chill myself out a little bit. And then once I'm done that workout, I'm like, ooh, I wish my brain was more focused right now. I'm gonna take um, a supplement for focus. And then, ooh, I'm a little bit tired right now. I actually want more caffeine. And uh, I actually want some food now. So I'm gonna, I wanna make this moment better. And then I get the food and I'm like, wow, I want some more food. This isn't enough. And maybe, like a day, maybe later on in the day, I have a little bit of alcohol and then I'm like, wow, this is a nice feeling, but I actually want more of this feeling. So let's drink some more. And this is because this current buzz is not enough. Um, and it's just like an ongoing pattern of this throughout. I feel like every aspect of my life, even like if I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, how can I make this? How can I make this better by adding something right now? It's just an ongoing pattern of this moment is enough. I want something in the future. I found myself so many times looking forward to the next task and not appreciating what I'm doing in the moment, not appreciating the present, not appreciating what I am fully engrossed in or trying to be at least. I'm clearly not fully engrossed in it if I have this type of mindset. But yeah, it's just a dangerous pattern right now and I think my actionable is just starting to give thanks to now. Starting to tell myself that this moment is enough. Thank you for this moment. Just thank you. Thank you in general. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And all sorts of things and reminding myself that right now is all I have and uh, this moment is perfect just the way it is. It doesn't need anything else. Right right now is enough. Um, there's nothing that I'm going to add that is going to make me happier. I just have, it's gonna, it might give me short-term pleasure, but it's not going to make me happier in that moment if I am craving something that's external. It's never gonna fill anything internal if something internal is missing. So I've gotta be really fucking cautious with that. Yeah, dangerous pattern. Too much caffeine. I'm also doing this with caffeine as well. I like have some caffeine. I'm like, 
ooh, I could go for some more right now. And then I end up putting myself in this caffeine coma where I drank way too much and I'm going nowhere fast because that's actually what's ha what's really happening if you don't know how to properly channel your caffeine. You just seem and feel productive, but you're not actually productive. You're going a thousand miles an hour in a fucking one inch circle, like you're going nowhere. So that's problematic and I would, well, for one, it'd be nice to just take a day off of caffeine and just experiment what that's like, but also continuing to address that root cause of like, why is this one cup not enough? Like, why do I need three or four or whatever the fuck the measurement is? It's challenging because I use bigger cups, so I don't actually know what a proper cup of coffee is. I just know I drink a shit ton. I'm really grateful that I didn't drink another one before this because I almost did, and that would have set me off the fucking rails because I'm feeling like a little bit high on caffeine right now, but I don't even want to think about what it would have been like if I had that that extra mocha. But I might have it after, after a decent amount of time. But fucking love coffee. That's the challenging part of this. Drinking too much wine the other day. On uh, on Monday, Cody Warner came over to catch up, which was awesome. And I had some wine, but I just like it going back to that this isn't enough type of pattern. I ended up drinking too much wine. And then I was like, I, I thought I was fine. And then I ended up waking up with a huge fucking headache. So less wine would be ideal. I'm not sure if I was necessarily drunk. I only had like five drinks or whatever, but yeah. And I'm still like, I would, my ego would like to think that I wasn't drunk. So I can still say that you, I have been drunk since 2016 type of thing. But like I was getting close. I was getting close to that level. I wasn't like, I don't even think I was slurring my words or if I was, uh, there was zero spins. I was fine on my feet. So I'd probably not, but like, it was getting close to that point and it was just because it's just this thing of, yo, I want more of this. I, I don't have enough of this buzz right now and I want more of this. And it's, it's dangerous. It's very fucking dangerous. Um, the actionable, drink less wine. <laughs> Especially because of all that fucking sugar. Holy shit. Plus I had chocolate as well. So it's just like, geez, I was just rolling in the fucking sugar. Letting hourly check-ins slip. I find that I am seeing the alarm and then many times I'll just like skip and I don't fully bring myself back to the present. And it could be really helpful if I just lowered the bar and changed it to something as simple as breathing deeply for three breaths. And actually is another thing that's not working. I'm way too shallow in breath right now. And I would like to improve that because it stresses me the fuck out when I'm not fully breathing. So. I'd like to, on an hourly basis, check in, and then as soon as that alarm goes off, I would just like to do three deep breaths. In through nose. Usually out through, out, out through most, but I decided to go out through, out through nose there for some reason, but anyways, that type of thing. And that will really fucking chill me out. You don't need to do a million of those, just uh, a handful will suffice, and you'll watch your peace levels Go right the fuck up. Barely documenting. I have an awful habit right now of just not recording at all. Or if I do record, very minimal. Or I scrap the episode or whatever. I am in this awful, awful phase right now. And I'm actually going to do or hopefully do an, a, proper, yeah, a proper episode on this. Even that wording right there just shows me how fucked up my mindset is around content right now. Um, I'm putting it way too much on a fucking pedestal. 
I'm not putting in the reps that I want to do and I want to just keep things raw. I'm caring way too much about the final product. And then the minimal volume, I'm even judging harder because I'm like, yo, if I'm recording five, I feel better about putting out five mediocre. But if I put out one, I'm like, ooh, this has to be really fucking good. That type of thing is dangerous. I'm not putting in, I'm not like taking enough time to just record for the sake of recording. I am putting way too much pressure on myself. I'm thinking about things in terms of content instead of documentation. Like creating content is just like, it's way different than documentation, I find at least. And the energy around that is, it's just subtle, but it's for me very key. So anyways, I have to just judge myself less because that's a big part of this. I have to just be okay with producing more and be okay with falling on my face again. And also sorts of related things like that. Just put in the fucking reps, do the layups over and over again, and uh, we'll eventually build the momentum again. Cause that's something I'm absolutely missing is momentum. I'm also gonna take the time to go back and listen to the core foundational two things, but there's actually more, but just like these two are, they ring the most true for me for documentation. One, document versus create. Like that film slash audio is incredible. Um, and then the other one, a young or advice to a young man that many of you should hear something on the lines of that these two foundational for me they've helped me so much with the idea of documentation and getting over what people think and just owning my journey so gonna go back and revisit those and refresh the basics also going to look at my intentions and remind myself why i'm actually doing this very fucking key what were my biggest lessons if you give yourself a short enough timeline or deadline and you actually intend on getting it done and it means enough, you will find a way to get it done. For me, this this lesson was incredibly timely this week. I was working on ClickUp actually. So this actually, I needed this, I needed to learn this lesson about life and business, but it just showed up in a funny way. So I was working on ClickUp. I had power list, on my power list, I had go to bed for 11 p.m. And it was like 9.30, I still had a, one of my to-do lists or one of my power lists for defining custom statuses for Moxie Energetics. I was like, oh shit. And custom statuses, by the way, are the flow of the, let the tasks go in. So for example, a simple flow could be to do, doing, done. That could be one flow. And for me, I because I had a limited amount of time and I still had to do my nightly ritual and there was just like, there wasn't a ton of time. So I was like, fuck, I really need to craft up a solution right now. And I was forced, I had my back up against the wall and I was either going to lose my power list, which I did not want, or I was just going to fucking make it happen. And I did make it happen. And what occurred was because I was, I basically like, what is it? Necessity, necessity is the mother of all invention. So it's so fucking simple. And that is the key part. I was simplifying because I only had a specific amount of time. So I'm like, okay, what is going to like hit the most amount of, what is going to hit the most amount of, of tasks here in terms of this flow? Like what is the general thing I can apply to almost all of these? And I'll come up with unique ones for the, the very different projects later. But like, what is going to apply to most of these? And I hit 80% of them with a simple concept in progress, pending, done. That was that simple. And if I was to not craft this timeline for myself, I would have created a custom one for each without that four. It would have been like way fucking crazy. And it would have taken so much longer. But because I had that timeline and that 
deadline, I needed to get it fucking done. So this just showed me like, yo, for one, simplify. Number two, you can do things way faster than you think you can. Um, and things will take as long as you make them take. It's Parkinson's law. So that was huge for me. And I know now that I can apply that in so many more areas. This is not a new lesson for me, but I just like, it was a huge reminder that was very timely for me. So I'm glad that occurred. Release a blog post every single day. Got this from Seth Godin on the, when he was on the Tim Ferriss show. I'm not sure if it was the first or the second because I listened to them back to back and because I, I was just like, damn, this is incredible. I'm so in awe of Seth right now. I respect the living shit out of him right now. And he is, he's just so clear in thinking. It's so admirable. Anyways, so he recommends doing a blog post a day. He actually writes apparently five posts a day and then releases one. Not sure exactly what the process is around that, but I'm just, I thought it was very interesting that he said, release a blog post a day. It also reminds me of what Gary says, which is like, yo, you should be vlogging daily type of thing. You should be putting out a song a day, like that type of shit. So volume, very key part of that, key part about that. But um, there were some other key points that he mentioned, which were, and obviously there's so many other points, but here was some key things. Number one, he said, your job is to notice things, then share what you've noticed. I find that this is basically what my content is based around, so I'm glad that he said that. <laughs> Number two, it's good to put your opinions out publicly because it forces you to be on the record with your claims. And then number three, put out enough bad work and you'll eventually create good work as you improve over time. And those aren't direct quotes from him or anything like that. Those are just my interpretations of what he was saying. And uh, another interpretation, if you will, is the like, because it's not just about blogging, it's about creating content in whatever form works best for you. So for me, video and audio work way fucking better than written. I feel I'm a way better communicator on camera than I am in a text type of way. I don't know why. It just feels right and is the case, but there's so many different mediums you can be putting out and you're, it's not just supposed to be about one medium. It's, it's supposed to be a whole shit ton of mediums all at the same time. Ideally, if you can do native content for each, that's incredible. If you can't maybe duplicate them and figure out custom ways of making them a little bit different. And if worse comes to worse, you can just fucking plug them out on all the platforms at the same time, which is kind of what I do right now. And completely related to this, I might start going an episode a day in terms of making my content shorter. I wonder if this is the right thing. There are part of parts of me that are like, yes, this is the right thing. Other parts of me is like, I want to say five different points in every single video. And I feel like I need more time and I want to do more explaining and giving more context and everything. And I want to go deep. I'm not, no, I'm not so sure if I can go deep on a three minute episode or a four minute episode. So that's my struggle around that. I would like to educate as well as I feel like this is more like inspiration based where this is the longer ones are more like a little bit educational. I'm aware that I'm not really necessarily in the place to educate at this point, but I still feel like I can document that aspect and you can take from it what you like and then discard what you don't. It's totally up to you. Um, I totally get that. It's just about like getting that truth out on wax, if you will. So yeah, I also might start an email list. I might start a texting service. I might start a full out blog. There's just lots of interesting things right now running through my brain in terms of content. We'll see what I end up doing, but I'm entertaining the idea of a shit ton more volume with trying to say less in a post everything. So we'll see what this all goes like long term, but that's, uh, that's what's on my mind for that.
If I don't heal a pattern in one area, it'll show up in another. It has no fucking choice. So that, it's just, yeah, it's hidden hard right now <laughs> because I had this pattern with a specific person mostly throughout winter and then we figured things out. Awesome, I'm glad. Um, but I don't think I necessarily dealt with the patterns as good as I could have done or as, as well as I could have, that is. And guess what? Once I, help, once I figured things out with that person, <laughs> another person in my life I noticed this basically the exact same thing happening um, so they like swapped roles if you did, if you will and I'm feeling the same type of um, anger and type of uh, what do you call it just like there's just like some negative emotions there that aren't rational whatsoever I don't understand why they're occurring but like they shouldn't necessarily be there's some hurt in there as well there's like all types of random shit but it feels very fucking similar to what i felt to this other person during the winter and i just think it is because i haven't done a good job with actually confronting and dealing with it and energetically dealing with it the way i really should i shouldn't sit there and just try to push it off i should <laughs> aggressively attack and confront and heal and the things that I know I should do. And then it's always easier said than done. Always easier said than done. So yeah, I just, I thought it was fascinating how if you don't heal in one aspect, it's going to show up in a completely, in the in the completely same way, which is like, yeah, the end result is the same essentially, which I thought was very fascinating. So if you're game, ask yourself how this is applying to you. What patterns in your life are you seeing that are occurring in multiple places and why haven't you confronted them or addressed them yet or done some sort of additional work like subconscious or energetic work? Why haven't you done that? And uh, it's fascinating. It is very fascinating because if you do not heal it, it will show up in another place. No fucking, no fucking doubt about it. It is just laws of the fucking universe, my, quite frankly. Get advice from people that are two to five years ahead of you in a specific area you would like to improve on. So for me, that was with Cody Warner. And I've known Cody since like 2013. At, he was one of my managers at San Francisco's, which was like um, an Italian restaurant job, if you will, where I worked in the back. And it was really fucking cool because number one, he has credibility in that area for me. So I wanted to listen. And then number two, it gave me a ton of certainty um, in my plan after... I was hearing him with his plan. So like I had some ideas of what to do and he confirmed some of my ideas and then gave me amazing tweaks for others. So here were my biggest takeaways from his advice. First of all, don't give a fuck about annoying people because they weren't going to buy anyways. This was huge for me because I struggle with the idea of annoying people. I've talked about this, I think in two or three weeks ago or whatever in reflections where I was just like talking about I don't want to annoy people. I don't want to be this like young person annoying your inbox and spamming you and stuff like that. That is not what I want to be. I'd rather people just come to me. But if I'm going to do sales, I have to figure out a, a good way of doing that. And he said, just stop giving a fuck about trying to be annoying. It doesn't matter. They're not going to buy if they're going to get annoyed. So it's fine. The other key thing he said was follow up seven different times across different platforms. So that was really interesting the way he said different platforms because there's that advice out there about seven different times. And I was like, oh, I don't want to, I don't even want to follow up more than twice. But like to hear that from him, I was like, fuck, I actually do need to start following up seven different times and using things like CRM and all that jazz to manage all this shit. But uh, that was another key though. He said, when I just mentioned was 
different platforms. So not doing it all in the one. And like, for example, if I was doing Instagram DM, I wouldn't do it all there. I would move to different platforms like email or texting, maybe not texting. That sounds a little bit, probably not texting unless it was the texting service or whatever, but like phone call, um, LinkedIn, just different ways of reaching them that are, because if I'm staying in one platform, that can be like a little bit repetitive. So just moving around, I thought that was intriguing and I'm going to see what I'll, we'll do with that. But I really appreciate that he took the time to give me advice on that because it lends me accountability. No, sorry, not, not lends me. It gives me accountability, um, to get it done because he has given me a good plan to follow. And I was taking notes and I was like, damn, this is fucking some good shit. So I was writing it all down as we were, uh, as we were catching up and yeah, I just really appreciate it. So it's some good advice as well. And we'll see what the fuck I do with that. I'm praying I just get the fuck over myself and do it because it is really good advice. If anyone realized how many open loops and to-dos they have to do, they might fucking explode. Taking the time to analyze my entire life right now, mind dumping as much as possible, and basically just like inserting every aspect of my life into ClickUp, which is a project management software, but I'm treating it like life software, life management software. And uh, so doing this though has showed me how many to-dos and open loops we have in our life, but we just like forget about them, so much of them. But if it's an open loop, it's stealing energy from people. So no doubt that people are exhausted all the time. It's pretty fucking easy. Well, there's a million other reasons why people are exhausted. Most importantly, energy levels and lack of sleep, I would say. But in addition to this, open loops will fucking drain you. So be cautious of those. Figure out all the open loops in your life. If you're open to, excuse me, if you're open to gaining awareness in that aspect, but you might become a little bit overwhelmed temporarily until you organize it all. But uh, yeah. It's intriguing, to say the least. What challenges did I experience? Overcomplication of simplistic things. My, again, we're gonna go back to ClickUp real quick. I fucking love this software for one, but I've just complicated things way too much and I haven't taken the time to simplify and provide myself timelines like I was talking about earlier. Like if I did that for every aspect of this, it would be fast. It would be so fast and I would just get out of my own way. And honestly, it's just a way for everything. Set your, give yourself a fucking deadline and then hit that deadline through creative measures. You will come up with the deadline or you will come up with the correct solutions and you will get it done in time. And if you just follow that, so, and be disciplined. When I'm taking the time to create systems as well, by the way, it's like if I ever have something that's repeating itself, like there is a, I don't know, like you have goals in one area. So like you have a space for goals, which is like, um, I don't even know how the fuck to describe it if you're not on ClickUp. Anyways, you have an area for goals, but then you also have an area for business and content and health. Do you put goals all on their own and have like sub little things, uh, sub, they're called folders, but do you have like a folder for each, which is um, maybe like health goals, business goals, uh, and content goals, or do you put them all in their respective, in their respective categories called spaces? Um, this is, but if, if they're occurring at the same time, like I want consistency, I don't want to repeat myself. And every time I do repeat myself, meaning like I'm having duplicates, 
I want to fucking die. It is the worst thing. And it comes from my programming background slash of less of programming, more development. But this idea of DRY, do not repeat yourself. And I am finding myself, it's just like this trying to keep things simplistic, but equally it's not helping me in the manner that I... I'm like, I become exhausted all of a sudden as soon as I have this type of situation. I don't feel like there's a way out. It's like me just becoming a little bitch, essentially. I just, I just cave in and I become very crippled from it and I do not respond well. So that is something worth uh, confronting and addressing for sure. And like, what the fuck is going on there? Not exactly sure. I'm super struggling to label things as well because there's like, there's like four fucking levels and at times I'm like, what do I put in my fold? Like, what is the folder name, what is the list name, what is going to be what? I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a fucking, it's becoming way too challenging. So fucking silly. Craving food at ridiculous amounts right now. Like I could eat 10,000 calories a day. Simple. I could have a meal and be like, yo, give me another meal right fucking now. And I'll just keep eating all day. And I could easily do 10,000. I, I really could. I'm not going to, but it would be a nice, nice thing to have. <laughs> So I want to work on this energetically because like it just it goes back to the not enough thing. Like it just never feels like enough. I also feel like each time I have a food, I am trying to make sure that those calories are well spent in that I want to make them taste delicious. So and, and also I want volume as well of food. So for example, if I had a chocolate bar, that's 250 of Twix for two two fingers of Twix. If I had... Like that's not a lot of food per se. It's a decent amount of calories per food. And for me, my brain's like, yo, this better be the best fucking thing if that's already 250 calories. And uh, if it's not, you should like feel bad about this. Like that type of thing. I don't necessarily feel bad per se, but it's just, I don't feel great if I just ate um, something that didn't taste amazing. I'm like, fuck, I wish I would have had a better tasting thing there. So th I'm just putting food way too much on a pedestal, which is what I'm trying to fucking say right now. It is deadly the way I'm treating food. I do not like it at all. Um, I'm always hungry. It's so silly. I'm constantly craving food. I want cookies so bad right now. Kirkland cookies. Holy fuck. I haven't had them in a bit, but I saw reflections yesterday. Someone's apparently dying in the background. Little girl <laughs> just screaming her ass off across the street. And uh, yeah. Anyways, I want cookies. I want cookies. <sighs> Wondering if I'm too intense for people. I'm super not for everyone. I'm aware of that. Aware of that. And at the same time, I'm just curious. Am I am I too much for people? Am I am I too intense for women? That's a, a especially a tough thing because the way the feminine works, if they're not masculine, it's harder to handle tension and harder to like. It's just like. It's, it's not so easy to handle someone like me if they are properly feminine. Um, at least that's my understanding of it. That might be inaccurate, but it's something like that. And I'm just wondering, like, am I too much for people? Um, it's challenging. I don't want to change myself, but at the same time, I also don't want people to feel uncomfortable in my presence or... But, like, yeah... I don't want to make people uncomfortable, but at the same time, I have to stay true to myself type of thing. So that ongoing balance there is a little bit tricky. Where did I grow the most? Moving on from coding. This was challenging as fuck, but it's just 
it was the next move for me mindset wise to move on from move on from coding um what happened was my vps shut down my app stopped working i realized hey fuck i actually don't want i don't want to maintain this anymore and i do not want to move forward with joshmoxie.com's custom code and that was the main thing because i was like yo should i use i asked the universe should i use custom code and move forward with that or should i just go squarespace route and make it easy on myself and just like quickly throw up a site or whatever when i get the chance and i decided to go squarespace route after this happened because i'm like dude it's so tough to remember this all it takes forever i'm just I'm setting the badger down and that's where I grew the most because it's very easy to try to bring the past with us into the future. But if it's not serving the future, don't bring the past with you, leave it in the past. And right now that is for me development and it breaks my fucking heart because I love coding. It will forever have a spot in my heart. I'll forever use the mindset and the way you think about things in coding and all that jazz. It's tough because I love it so much still, but at the same time, it's got to go because it's not serving me and my future and my time anymore. Um, and there's better ways I can have more impact and it's just like, it's got to go. So that's tough, but I'm going to create a kick-ass website on Squarespace instead. And also I forgot to say, um, I recorded another episode on this that's completely separate. If you want to go check that out, check out in the description. Click up again. I, uh, yeah, it just, it was painful, but it's, it grew me a lot with the creative problem solving. It showed me a ton about myself with things such as, uh, my patterns around my attachment to the micro and little tiny things like, does this list title matter? Or does this folder matter? The hierarchy, like it just doesn't, nothing actually matters that much. And that's also another big thing. As I was reading man's search for meaning, I was growing a lot of that as well in the aspect that none of this actually matters. Everything is so significant and our problems mean nothing Uh, because I'm looking at this comparison constantly. I'm like, damn, this is so fucking simple. This is so easy compared to what you guys are going through. We're such little bitches out here in the first world country um, in an amazing time. And we are, yeah, it's just, wow. Okay. Anyways, but so going back to that, um, trying to make it with, within ClickUp, trying to make the perfect system on the first go, um, detach, like I was trying to detach myself from the permanence of things and reminding myself that I can change any of it at any time. And so there was growth and also like there was lessons learned, things that worked and things that didn't. But overall, I'm just glad that uh, it's almost done. <laughs> and then I can quickly just go through it all and add everything I used to be added. And then we good for now. And I can come back and fix it at a later time if need be. And actually it'll be, there will a thousand percent be fixes because it's an ongoing system that never ends and I'll be constantly improving and, and, uh, finding what's working was not and fixing it accordingly. Just life really radical transparency in that telling a friend that I support that, uh, I don't want to go to rap shows cause he's a rapper and it's uh Jack Carbell lo-fi and, uh, like I want to support the shit out of him because I so believe in him and his career. But at the same time, I'm just not a rap show type of guy. I am a dubstep show guy and that's it. Like I just can't really do other genres in this current moment that is. So telling him that and just like, it was tough, but I wanted to tell him the truth and be completely honest. And like I reinforce the fact that, yo, like I will support you in other ways. I just can't do it with a live person show type of thing right now. And I hope you understand that he did. And I'm grateful for that. What am I obsessed with right now? 
Serpents and Artex. So Artex is part of Serpents, and Serpents are incredible. They're a group of five producers, and they fucking dominate. They're making such like screechy, nice rhythm sounds, and I fucking love it. It's incredible. They've they really just got me with Snake Pit. That is. Oh, God, that song is just absolutely incredible. But they're all so good in their own right, and I'm liking diving deeper into each one. And, yeah, they're so fucking good. I'm also loving Cod Dub's mix, which is, what is it? Slice and Dice Volume 2. I listened to it, like, three times within 24 hours. It was just so fucking good. The amount of doubles and triples and shit like that in that mix are just mind-boggling. Best mix I've heard in a while. Fucking love it. And this is, yeah, I honestly would listen to it even more, but I don't want to ruin it. But overall, just like rhythm is growing on me so much right now. It's so funny to watch because like I still don't love it 100%, but it's just so much better than it once was. I like it a ton since like the ominous mix I heard. That's That was basically like a pivotal moment from there on and, and like Brian making rhythm as well. This is all just, there's a bunch of things that are just coming all together at once to make me like rhythm even more. <laughs> it's very funny. Barely Alive. I fucking love Barely Alive. I cannot believe I haven't seen them yet live. It's it's insane. I need to badly because like, first of all, Lost in Time EP, I mentioned that like maybe three or four months ago or whatever. That was an incredibly, incredibly good EP. Like such a good EP. And then for them to follow up with another EP just this past week on Wednesday was just crazy. Like it, there's so many good tracks on it. Current favorite is... Oh God, there's so many good ones, but like maybe, maybe Weed Haha or, or Arsonist. Oh God, they're also good. Yeah. Anyways, I love them all. And the, the fact, yeah, like they're just crushing 2019 is what I'm trying to say. Bub Step as well. Um, they've produced with Phase 1 and 12th Planet. Like I fucking love that song too. So like overall 2019, they're absolutely smashing it. I'm so respecting like, I just can't get enough, is what I'm trying to say. Making every aspect of my life a to-do, a system, etc. I'm just, I'm trying to plug everything into ClickUp and just make my life a massive to-do list, if you will, because I can't get shit done if I am not making it a clear system that I can follow and follow through with, with urgency and timelines and due dates and time estimates and all of these things that are required to actually get shit done. So I'm just laying a foundation to get shit done, which is what I'm trying to say here. <laughs> okay, Reflections 52. That has been my favorite episode in actually, this might be my favorite episode ever. Loved it, had a good had a good time. And I hope you enjoyed hanging out with me. Hope you got some insights that you can apply to your own life. Hope you observed within myself some patterns and maybe you experience, eh, maybe you experience those patterns yourself or maybe you're noticing that other people are experiencing those patterns. Who knows? I just hope you got a ton out of this. Um, if you liked it enough, please share it with a friend who you think could also get some benefit from this or, or some value from this. If you liked it enough, please like it. Um, comment what your favorite takeaway was. If you're on Facebook or YouTube, if you're on podcast, you can DM me on Instagram at Josh Moxie or you can tweet me at, at Josh Moxie on Twitter. And what else? If you like this type of content enough that's documenting type of stuff and you want to join my journey and follow along um, as we all are together. And uh, you can do that at facebook.com slash Josh Moxie or you can do that at youtube.com slash Josh. Well, actually, no, I don't have that. Just YouTube. Josh Moxie. And then 
for the podcast, which is audio only. So if you want to like go on a run or whatever, or go on the drive and listen to me and use less data, the Josh Moxie journey on wherever you listen to, except for Spotify right now, hopefully soon. (laughs) And uh, yeah, without further ado, again, I appreciate you watching and listening so much. As always, my name is Josh Moxie and I will catch you later.